Welcome back, Volog fans. I am one of your hosts, Mike Lindsay, with and another I am one Jess- of our hosts. Yep, and I am Jessica Gwynn. Unfortunately, Kim isn't able to join us this evening, um, but we wish her the best. Um, she's a little under the weather, but I know she's here with us in spirit, and I know she's going to be, can't wait to hear this lovely show we have today. Before we kick into what the show is going to be about, I'm going to throw it to Jess with some of the brands we support. All right. Thank you, Mike. As always, um, want to highlight some of the brands that we support. Make sure you check them out. Tap 40 Grill. That's Billy Ratliff's Tap 40 Grill, technically in Powell, Tennessee, just north of downtown. Uh, the beloved Alexis Hornbuckle is the manager there. If you're in the Knoxville area, check it out. Yo, what's popping for your gourmet popcorn? And our girl, Ray Burrell, um, who's now with the LA Sparks. She's got her own brand, too. So you can check her out at rayhoops.myshopify.com. And as always, we always like to thank our listeners and followers. Oh, we lost Ken. Hey, listeners, thanks for your patience as we work through a minor technical difficulty. In just one second, Ken Green will be right back with us. Thanks. Welcome Hello. back. Welcome Hello. back. Sometimes Hello. technology works like that. So gotcha. Yeah. Glad to have you back. All right. So did you want to finish just real quick or what you wanted to? Yeah, I'll finish really quick. Just shout out to our listeners, um, a few that we wanted to highlight, at BK Logan, at Deb Oakley-Smith, and at HMD455. And without further ado, Mike, I'll let you introduce our special guest. Okay, so you guys, of course, technical difficulties. Sometimes you can't make these things up, but we're fortunate to have a lady ball for life in our presence. Just wrapped up her last season of college basketball. Average 11.9 points and 6.4 rebounds while shooting 55.3% from the field. 17 career double-doubles, scoring in double figures on 70 occasions and hitting 20-plus points 13 times. She's just been awarded the NCAA Ethnic Minority and Women's Enhancement Graduate Scholarship. All A member of the Big South All-Decade Team. That's a huge honor. If I must say, we call her Dr. Green because she's working on her PhD (laughs) currently in leadership studies. Also was a part of the WBCA So You Want to Be a Coach program from 2021 to 2022 and so many more accolades that we probably don't even know about. But we're going to find out. So help us welcome Dr. Ken Green. Am I saying the first name right? Because I know... It can be bought sometimes. <laughs> yeah, Kian. Okay. Kian. Kian. okay. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Right, so, so just got it from here. Yeah. First of all, Kian, did you know you had that many accolades? There's way more I could have pulled too. <laughs> so it sounds pretty darn impressive. I'm like, man, you've accomplished a lot in your time, both in basketball and outside basketball. So we're just super excited to sit down and talk with you and, you know, pick your brain about a few things, learn a little bit more about you. And of course, talk about your time as a lady ball. Um, so we know you're obviously working on your PhD in leadership studies, as Mike mentioned. So what is your, or do you know what your plan is now for education and basketball, if that's still in the equation at all, now that your college career is done and kind of what are your career aspirations um, now that you're working on your PhD? Honestly, guys, I wish I knew. Um, I'm still trying to figure that part out, um, but I do know that I want to finish this degree, definitely. Um, 
So we're trying, we have some things in the work trying to figure out how I can potentially get it paid for through different scholarships, mm-hmm. um, just so that I don't have to bear that burden. Um, and so, yeah, that's my main priority right now. Basketball um, is on hold right now while I continue to rehab my knee. So um, just kind of as that progresses, I would have more answers in terms of basketball, but that's not really, that's just not really my priority right now. I'm really just trying to put my head down and grind um, to be able to finish this degree. Yeah, quite impressive. And Kian, I'll tell you, I am what, I'm almost 43. I still don't know what I want to do. So <laughs> don't feel bad at your age, not knowing what you want to do. <laughs> we talk about that all the time. So if you're able to take your education and do something you enjoy kudos to you. Cause I know a lot of people, you know, kind of later in life are still like, man, I still don't know what I want to do and I don't love what I do. So yeah. I hope you find that for yourself. Um, you. Will you be the first PhD graduate from the lady Vols program? I have to imagine I, you will. I will. Yeah. I yeah. Will. Pretty cool. That's incredible. That's amazing. Yeah. That you have to be so proud of yourself and all the work you've put into it. And I know you got a, a business degree for undergrad too. So you've got business and then your master's degree was in, in leadership. Leadership and then your PhD's leadership. Awesome. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Do you plan to still be around the program some as you're finishing out your PhD at UT? Um, definitely, because a lot of the courses are residential. So I'll still have to be around. Um at least as long as I'm doing my coursework, which probably mm-hmm. for the next year or so. Um, cool. After that, I'll be working on my dissertation, which I can do remotely because it's just conducting research and, and writing about it. Um, but yeah, definitely at least for the next year. Okay. And your dissertation, correct me if I'm wrong here, it has to do with major- minorities in athletic leadership. Is that correct? Yeah. The underrepresentation of Black women in athletic administration. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, hopefully um, you can be one of the next um, in that position if, if you choose to go into athletic administration. Right. I think it's something yeah. I would have enjoyed. But back when I went to college, and I don't know about you, Mike, you're a little bit younger than me. They didn't really have athletic administration that you could <laughs> study. So right. I probably would have yeah. done that had I been able to, to study that. So still talking about your academics, because obviously we're quite impressed about that. The news came out about your NCAA Ethnic Minority and Women's Enhancement Graduate Scholarship. I think one of you are one of 26 people across the country. What can you tell us about that scholarship and kind of the intent of that scholarship? Yeah, so um, like I was saying, we're we're trying to have some things in the works um, for how I can fund uh, my degree. And so that was one of the things is just applying to as many NCAA scholarships as I could, um, because, you know, they're just they're giving money out for people to be able to Mm -hmm. finish their degrees. Um, And the the gap kind of between people who get it and people who don't is applying. (laughs) Some people just don't take the initiative to go ahead and apply for those. So I went and applied for a bunch of them. Um, You know, whatever I was eligible for, I went ahead and put in the application. Um, because, you know, closed mouths don't get fed and I'm trying to get this yeah. refunded. So absolutely. Um, yeah, and then ended up winning this one. So that was pretty special. And, and it's definitely going to be a huge help in in um, taking on these these costs. Mm-hmm. And are there still ones you're waiting to hear back from as well? Um, there are. Yeah, because oh. this was one of the first ones that I applied to. The other deadlines came a little bit later. So the um, the they'll probably pick the winners a couple months later also. 
Oh, awesome. Well, hopefully you get more. My nephew and Mike's probably like, gosh, stop talking about your nephew. I don't have kids of my own, but he is going to be playing NCAA Division II soccer next year. But I can't remember the scholarship, but he found some crazy scholar. Not that that's a crazy scholarship, but he was telling me about some scholarship. I'm like, I can't believe they give a scholarship for that. So to your point, there's a ton of scholarships out there but you have to do the work yourself to discover those scholarships. So um, hopefully we'll see an announcement soon about another scholarship that you (laughs) received, but being one of 26 is outstanding. I know you're the first lady vault to ever receive this too. So you just continue to um, break down barriers and um, achieve goals at UT. So we're just happy to watch you um, continue to excel. Can I say something, Jess? Go for it. I stand in faith that you'll receive every scholarship you apply for. That's my, that's my hope. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. We'll definitely uh, keep our thoughts and prayers for you um, so that you receive more because you definitely deserve them. So a little bit on the basketball side. So we know you were obviously a transfer into the program from Liberty. The transfer portal is, shall we say a little bit crazy right now? (laughs) Very different, very different than when you use the transfer portal, Ken, which is yeah. probably how the portal was originally intended to be used. It's it's really morphed over time. Uh, and we see a lot of players going into it, maybe because it wasn't the right fit. Maybe they want more playing time. But since you've been through the process, what advice would you have for someone who has entered the portal and what they should look out for as they consider their next stop? Um, I'd say advice for somebody who's entered is make sure you entered for the right reasons, because with the numbers that we're seeing in the portal, um, there's no way everybody's going to have a home and that's, it's really an unfortunate reality. So, um, and it'll be a, a consequence for the people who went in for the wrong reasons, maybe, you know, selfish reasons, or just didn't want to stick it out. You know, it was too hard, you know, whatever the, whatever the mm-hmm. be. Um, so unfortunately that'll be a consequence to them, but it'll be just a harsh, um, reality for people who even did enter for the right reasons, because just because of the sheer numbers, they, they might not end up somewhere better than where they were. So, um, yeah, I'd say just make sure, check your heart, just make sure you're entering for the right reasons. Um, because if you're, if your intentions are, are pure and especially in who you're looking at their intentions also have to be pure but if you find that genuine relationship then you're you're gonna have a forever home and that's that's fortunately what I was able to find here um you know being one of the first classes to be able to use the transfer portal as freely as it is now um I feel like it honestly was a little (laughs) bit easier for for my class I can't imagine being a transfer now and to your point I can't remember the stat I listened to a lot of sports radio and Mike, you might know the stat, but last year, I think there were still over a thousand um, female basketball players going to the portal. I want to say it was less than 50% that found a home. So to, you know, you've got to be doing it for the right reason. And you, my thing too, and Mike and I talk a lot, is like, man, some of these girls are probably going to be waiting too long. There may, may not be spots. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, it's, sure. it's, it's crazy to watch and, and it's happening in every sport, primarily men's and women's basketball and football. And I know football last year, um, was very much the same too, where a lot of people just weren't left with spots. Um, so yeah, I think doing it for the right reason is the key there. So I'm glad um, you did it for the right reason and, and you chose the Lady Balls because we've loved watching you play. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. And um, you're obviously a high achiever. We all know that. Um, mm-hmm. 
where did you acquire that trait? Because I have read that you've always been this way. Um, so where did you kind of learn to be this high achiever you are and always, you know, put forth, a, you know, over a hundred percent effort or as much as you can and going above and beyond and everything? Um, honestly, when I was younger, I, I just always wanted to be the best. Um, and I think that that was kind of natural, wanting to be the fastest, wanting to be the strongest, wanting to win all the games. It's, I'm just, I'm very competitive. So mm-hmm. um, no matter what it is, I want to win it. And so it, that kind of um, takes on a different form in each area of my life. But I think over the years I've developed kind of, cause you know, when you're younger, you just, you want to win and it, and it doesn't matter if you're confident, cocky, you know, <laughs> just, you're, you're a kid, but I guess over the years I've been refined and the humility's kind of set in. Um, and so now it's just, it's working hard, you know, it's work ethic. It's um, just cause at this point I'm mature enough to know that you don't just become the best, you know, there's a lot that goes into it. Um, so yeah, I think I've just, and, and playing basketball, um, the discipline that kind of comes with that helps with, with achieving in other areas of life. Um, so yeah, I think just over the years I've kind of refined it, but it's, um, I'm going to work hard regardless. And I think that's just that it shows. Just who you are. Achievements. Yeah. Yeah. So this isn't something I'd planned to ask you, but just seeing, you know, all the recent news with mental health too, and being a high achiever, um, you know, for other college athletes who are, you know, playing, a ma- I would say a major program, but the stress is at any level of college athletics, you know, whether you're D3, D2, D1, and then being a high achiever with academics, is there anything or any advice that you would give to other college athletes to help you balance everything you're doing in making sure that you're taking care of your mental health as well? Yeah, I mean, it's it's all about having a healthy perspective. Um, I've never been one of those people where I'm you know, ball is life. I just am so in love with basketball. Got mm-hmm. taken away from me, I wouldn't know where I was. I'm, I've just never been one of those people. Um, like I said, I'm competitive overall. So it, it just, it shows that way in basketball. But I mean, I feel like I could walk away and still be okay. And I think that's a healthy perspective, a healthy relationship to have with your sport. Um, yeah. Because when you kind of blur those lines, um, it's very hard to separate your personal worth and value from your performance. And that's where a lot of things go downhill. Um, So I would say just keeping a healthy perspective, a healthy relationship with your sport and with your academics, where you understand that neither one of the results um, that come from those things can change your value and your worth. You know, you are still, are still who you are, regardless of how you perform in those realms. And, And it'd be the same with, with a job, you know, if you're even if you're not performing well at your job, it doesn't change who you are. So right. I think it's just important to to make sure you're remembering those things and reminding yourself constantly of those things that these sports and, and this schoolwork is not worth me losing um, my identity and the image that I have of myself. You are wise beyond your years. Very um, good advice. Very yeah, very good advice. Did you have to work on that or is that a perspective that you've kind of always had? Honestly, I, I'm not sure. Because you're very well-rounded. I want to say, 
I've got it from kind of listening to my parents Mm -hmm. um, and just, you know, hearing their conversations and how they communicate about things because my dad played basketball. My mom didn't play any sports. So seeing kind of both sides of, you know, when you're, when he, my dad loved basketball, that was his passion. So kind of hearing him talk and then hearing my mom who never really played a sport. So um, (laughs) got the, got the two sides of it. It kind of helped develop a, a healthy, a healthy balance. Yeah, I could see that. And you have a brother who plays college football too. Is that correct? Or did yeah, I have a, a younger brother? He um is he's looking for a home right now. So you know anybody okay. looking for a defensive end? Rodney yeah, Green, there you go. Defensive end. <laughs> um, so yeah, he's looking for a home right now in between in between schools. Um, but okay. yeah, we're we're praying for everything for him as well. Well, I hope he finds the uh, correct landing space too. Definitely, definitely. Okay, taking it back a little bit to your time as a lady ball. Um, probably some more fun questions. Do you have a favorite game that you played in as a lady ball? I think my favorite game would be Texas this past season. Um, I remember, I remember telling the girls in the locker room afterwards, like that was so much fun. Like, I don't remember the last time I had that much fun in a basketball game. And because it's just, you kind of get into the grind of it and, and it's a job. It really is. You know, right. you have these, you have these assignments on your scouting report and you, you have to know them and, you know, react to them and everything. So you kind of lose the fun sometimes, but that game was so much fun. I had a blast and I was telling them, I was like, I don't even love basketball like that, but going out there and competing <laughs> with this group of girls, just, it was, it was the best time ever. So yeah. definitely Texas. It's hard yeah, to have... believe you don't love basketball. Like I know, you, but the way you, you play, you you play like you love it, doesn't she, Mike? Yes, yes. Yeah, you, that's that yeah. You definitely bring the intensity. Like yeah, you bring win. it. Yeah, yeah. I was at. I have season tickets too, so I was at that game. But that was probably just as a fan. Um, other than South Carolina last year, in the last ten plus years, the most two most fun games to watch as a fan, just yeah. a blast, and uh. At, Kelly's teams have been so fun to watch, especially this year. I think, Mike, you'd probably agree that this is our favorite team in I don't yes. even know how long. And it's not yes. even because of what your all's records was. It was because of the type of people on the team and just wanting everyone to succeed and watching you all play. I mean, it was it was different as a fan. I'm sure it was completely different as a player to have that type of um, cohesiveness and bond with your team. So just just really cool to see that. You don't see that a lot at that level of athletics. Definitely, definitely not. And it's and it is difficult to create that kind of chemistry because when you're at this high of a level, everybody who comes in was the alpha dog wherever mm-hmm. they were last. And so it's really um at this level, I say a lot, it's not so much about skill as it is like how how well can you play with other people? How well can you take coaching and and adapt and kind of keep going with the flow? And, because at this level everybody has skill. Um, so right. you really have to separate yourself with your your IQ, your knowing the game and being able to work with whatever conditions are given to you. What do you think made this team gel so much? Um, honestly, I think we just have great individuals. Um, because yeah, just good people. It comes down to it, yeah, you you have to have good people. You have to surround yourself with good people. And I think that our staff has done a good job of getting genuinely good people. Um mm-hmm. I think because this is, I guess this upcoming team will be, will that be Kelly's first, like full, her full, full team? team of all people? Uh, yeah, because technically she re-recruited Tamari, Jesse, and Jordan. Right. So we consider her her recruit. So yeah, it will be the first one. 
And I think, honestly, I think and I hope it'll be even better than this team because what they're definitely trending in the right direction. Um, in terms oh, yeah. of just having good people to create good culture. And when you have good culture, the the work ethic and the the wins kind of come. I mean, it, mm-hmm. with good culture, everybody has the work ethic, so the, the success will come. But definitely yeah. has to start with good people. It does, and you have to surround yourself with people who – might be better than you too. I lead a team at work. Yeah. So I lead 10 people. I'm a director of sales. It's a very boring job, but <laughs> what leads to success is surrounding yourself with people who can bring something to the table that you don't bring. And I can tell Kelly's done that not only from a player perspective, but also the staff. Definitely. And definitely. yeah, and coach Sam, you can tell is definitely, I mean, I know coach joy is too. We just see coach Sam on social media a bit yeah. more, <laughs> but you can tell they're looking for the intangibles and yeah. You know, not every coach is looking for those intangibles. So we're hoping, you know, we'll continue to have good teams. But as Mike, Kim and I talk, it's we like the Lady Ball brand because it's more than basketball. And it's about academics too. the 100 percent graduation rate. There's not another team that has that, you know. Um, so it's, it's just a really special program. And it, it's cool to, you know, get to talk to people who represent the program as well. Definitely. Um, you have a favorite memory as a lady ball and this could be basketball or non-basketball. It could be something, you know, hanging out with your teammates or just something, you know, 20 years from now, you'll look back at and say, man, that was a great memory. Hmm, that's a good one. It's a tough um, question. <laughs> yeah. I, well, one fun time was we last year when, Renaya was in the draft so we actually had a draft party at my and my boyfriend's house off campus so we had all the girls over you know had food set up a projector to watch the draft um and it was just it was just a fun time of us kind of hanging out celebrating the success of one another um and so yeah that was that was fun cool. this year yeah. I think I have so many for that's this awesome. year for that's sure cool. yeah that was we're fun. excited to see Renaya play this year yeah right well, it's cool to see that yeah yeah um, so obviously when you came here, you, you probably knew the lady ball brand and legacy, probably even more than, you know, the freshman on the team this year, cause you're a little bit older and wiser. Um, would you say being a lady ball was everything you envisioned for yourself? Um, actually let me back up. I did not know. I feel like as much as I should have. Oh, really? About okay. Yeah. And about just kind of the legacy and everything I, I, as soon as I stepped foot on campus, I was like, okay, like this is, this is big. Like people don't just <laughs> act like this about any women's basketball team. Um, so, but over my two years here, I've definitely been educated. I've definitely learned um, kind of about what I stepped into and it has exceeded any expectation that I ever had. I don't know that I could have imagined the, you know, the connections, the experiences, everything that has come since I've been in Knoxville. It's, it's been nothing short of amazing. That's awesome. I'm sure Kelly makes sure to remind you all of some of the legacy and educate you all. I mean, she's a, she's a big part of um, those, that, what the three Pete, that's when I was in college. So to give you an idea, Kelly was, I think a senior when I was a freshman, uh, I was in Tamika Ketching's class. So I had class with a few of that class and you've You've probably learned who some of those players are now, or you probably knew who they were. Just learn more about them. Definitely. That was a whole nother dynamic of learning kind of about the legacy was being able to learn it from Kelly, from her being there. um, Yeah. Her experiences and everything. So that was definitely special also. Yeah. I will tell you um, outside looking in, because we, 
as Mike and I say, we're just fans, right? We're not in the program by any means, but you can just like the love that Kelly has for the program just oozes out of her just in yeah. any interview or anything. So I'm, I'm so glad she's here. Um, I think she's going to do tremendous things. I mean, she already is. So we're, we're just really excited and hope to see you at games too. Um, so now that you've kind of wrapped up your lady ball basketball career, you're still a lady ball for life. Mm-hmm. What do you hope that you have left behind with the lady ball program and any lady balls that follow in your footsteps? Um, I hope that I left, um, I hope they remember me for kind of just the love, the love that I have for the girls. Um, I think they all kind of understood that basketball was just something I did. Um, it mm-hmm. wasn't who I was, but the, my emphasis and the way I wanted to live my life around them was to show them that I really cared about them as people on or off the court and that they could come to me for anything. So I really hope that that's what that's what they that's what they take from that that's what I leave here is that as as teammates we have to take care of each other um regardless regardless where we are who we have um yeah that's your family when you're in college probably your family afterwards too um for some of them as you keep in touch that's cool okay question about the coaches so thinking of the coaches that are here now obviously Joy, John, um, Sam, and Kelly what's your Mm -hmm. favorite thing about each of the coaches um or quality, whatever you want to say. It could be whatever you, whatever comes to your mind. With Kelly, I appreciate that she um, tells us where we're going and then explains how to get there. I feel like a lot of coaches um, explain how to get there and it's just like a do it my way because I said so. Mm-hmm. Um, but she tells you, you know, where we're going. She lets you know, this is how I want you to get there. But then she, you, you can there, there's some like room to play with that. You know, if I can, if I can cut this way a little faster then and it works, then it works. Um, you know, sometimes, sometimes coaches want it how they want it, but I right. appreciate that she's, she's able to articulate to us, you know, both how we're getting there and where we're going. Um, because I'm a questions person. I always, I, you know, why? Where, where are we going? How are we getting? Yeah. There? I like no. to understand what I'm doing. Exactly. Not, I don't just like to do it. So yeah, I appreciate that. She takes the time to explain that stuff. Um, Joy, I like her intensity. I think she brings a, a fire, like a consistent fire that we need. Um, I think Kelly knows when to turn it on and off when, when we need it, um, to kind of get fired up a little bit and when she's okay, you know, just, just talking and encouraging us. But, um, Joy is always on, always on us. Um, (laughs) You know, she's going to be watching the little stuff, but you know, it's it's to make you better. Yeah. Yeah, she has that. She has that eye for detail, and she's not gonna let you cheat yourself. So I really, I really love that about about Joy, especially as a post coach. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam, Sam, and John. Honestly, I love their like, just how they are. They're they're different than the other coaches. They're not as social, but you know, in practices, John will be Sam and John will be the ones cracking jokes on the baseline and the sideline. I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> And we're and we're over here laughing, not paying attention, getting in trouble because we're laughing at their jokes. But 
yeah so those are the ones that um they just kind of keep you encouraged during practice you know if you did something wrong you know you can look at john and he'll be able to you know tell you what you did and how to do it better um sam works more with the guards so i don't have as yeah. much kind of one-on-one experience with sam but from what i'm here from what i'm hearing she's kind of like joyous for us she's attention to detail she's gonna make you better she's not gonna let you um cheat yourself and you know take shortcuts and stuff so yeah we really appreciate it about them R- really appreciate that about them that's awesome. One thing um, I heard you say about Kelly, like, you know, she gives you the plan where you're going, how to get there. But then there's a little bit of flexibility to it. And I can't remember what the article was I read. I'm sure, Mike, you, you might remember it, too. But it was about point guards. I think it was about Jazz Powell, um, that she's even got flexibility with her point guards, even though she was a national champion point guard. Right. She's going to meet that player where they are. Yeah. and play to their strengths. And I think that's just huge that she's not so stuck in her ways that, hey, it's going to be my way. It's like, hey, what, what's your skill set? What are you bringing to the table? And where can we meet in the middle where you can be most successful? That is tremendous leadership. Yep. Um, and that's something that will carry her well throughout her life. And, you know, if I was one of her players, that would be one of the skills that I would take with me is like meet people where they are. Yep. You know, not everyone's going to be the same and you've got to adapt to different people. Just like when I'm at work, I got to lead certain people differently to yep. play to their strengths. They all need something slightly different. Yep. Um, so that was just something you pointed out that resonated with me. Um, So we know this season was riddled with injury, probably more than I have ever seen. Uh, Mike and I are of full confidence that this was a final four team if everyone was healthy. So had we had you and Jordan and Marta at the end of the year attorney time, what do you think your all ceiling was? Oh, I, I said we're a national championship. National championship, even, yeah. Even after I got hurt, I still said there's no reason. Told the only you reason just. we don't win I know. Is, is if we beat ourselves. That's the only yeah. reason. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, for, for fans to watch, I'm sure as a player, is even tougher. It's like, oh, my gosh, these injuries. I'm like, this yeah. team is as good as anyone in the country when we're healthy. Definitely. And, and you just can't predict those things. And I think that's why Kelly's building such a big roster for next year, too, because who would have thought? All three of you would be injured. Um, Marta for the whole year. You're out essentially half a year. Jordan probably 33%, no, 25%. Yeah. And of course, Ray missed what almost half a year. I mean, those yeah. are not things you can predict. So you just got to be next man up and ready. Um, but I do Especially think it was because in those positions, like if you think about that, Jordy, Ray, me, Marta, that's that's four or five starters potentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, and that really does, it changes everything. <laughs> It does. And that's what I wanted media to say. You kept hearing, you know, media call out other teams. Oh, so-and-so's been injured. I'm like, you do realize we have four injured players on our team. Marta was all SEC freshman team. Kean's one of the best posts in the SEC. Of course, you got Ray with the Sparks and Jordan, a top pick in the draft next year. And no one was talking about it. It just drove me nuts. But that's just (laughs) us as fans. You all don't pay attention to that, probably. (laughs) Um. So just like um, Kelly killed it in the transfer portal when you came here, um, what do you think of our new additions for next year's team to include the three transfers who are three of the top 10 transfers they just ranked, um, Charlie Cream did? And then, of course, we have Justine coming in. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that they did what they needed to do um, with the portal. I think we got the pieces that Kelly was looking for. Um, 
and yeah it's just now it'll just be about creating those relationships making sure that they're genuine that they're solid Mm -hmm. um, because that's the kind of stuff that transfers onto the court transfers into good chemistry yeah definitely it'll be exciting to watch that's for sure I firmly believe we have the best roster in the country yeah without question now good additions for sure yeah yeah kind of crazy if you had one more year of eligibility would you have taken it um probably yeah um I don't and I actually thought about that because we were um appealing to get a seventh year mm-hmm. it just got denied. I was hoping so yeah, yeah we were hoping I, yeah <laughs> we tried but um it definitely because you know that's another year to save up some money it's another year to get True. my school paid for um I don't have to worry about supporting myself financially because I know where that's coming from all the time um, mm-hmm. And it's honestly, it's what I know at this point, this, this kind of limbo that I'm in right now is such an odd time in my life, because there's no structure for real, you know, my, my days have been yeah. planned down to the hour for the last six years of my life. And now I can just, I can plan all the hours. <laughs> like it's Yeah, what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of messing with me how much just time I have now. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, no question. I would have, I would have taken it for sure. Yeah. I would have loved to have seen it. I, um, I do the UT promise mentor program, which is last dollar scholarships for first generation college students. And I just, um, talked to my mentee and she's been doing national guard. She takes 18 hours. She works 35 hours a week and she's a new mom. I'm like, graduate. Yeah. Wild. Um, and we joke all the time. I'm like, you are not going to know what to do with your life when you're not in college. You everything has been so structured. Um, once she graduates with her master's degree, she's going to have this whole new life and all this time. And, you know, sometimes that's hard when you've had such structure to your life. So in what you're doing, even though it's not going to be as routine as you, you once had, if that's kind of what you enjoy, I like routine myself. Um, keeps me on task. Um, So once your studies are done, do you have any clue where you will be or where you want to be? Um, I've thought about kind of, I, I've thought about athletic administration, kind of living out my research as I'm um, conducting it. Um, but I've also thought about, you know, my boyfriend and I are about to start getting an LLC, start our own business, maybe get into real estate a little bit. So we have a bunch of things that we're kind of, um, thinking about right now that we're going to be putting into works pretty soon. Um, so yeah, I'm not really, I'm not really sure yet, but I have a couple options. So you're going to be doing real estate investment in the area or, um, yeah, trying to acquire some properties to be able to rent out, not necessarily Airbnb, but maybe more like traveling nurses, um, just kind of, you know, professionals and stuff. So yeah, that's what we're, that's our goal. That's awesome. Yeah, you got to be doing something. Now, he is a, your boyfriend is a, is he a junior or senior now? Um, He's a senior. Yeah, senior red, shirt, okay. red shirt senior. So he red could have senior. his COVID year and another red shirt year if he wanted to, but right yeah. now he's a red shirt senior. Cool. Yeah, I have season tickets to football games too. So I've definitely yeah. seen him on the field too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, um, that's all I have, Mike, unless you want to add anything to that. I know we've got our, our fun rapid eight um, and that eight is in honor of our eight championships, just in case you were wondering. <laughs> okay. um, no. I don't know if you wanted to tag on anything else to the questions no, I had. Mike. Answered, I know. 
She I threw in a lot. The questions, <laughs> all the questions I had, she answered. So I'm cool. just, I'm in all. So we're going to get too. into the yeah, rapid eight. Um, as Josh just said, it's our eight championships. It represents our eight championships. It's just a rapid uh, this or that, yes or no, or however you feel like responding. You can add to it if you want to explain why you chose which answer. And okay. we'll go from there. All right, okay. you ready? Yep. All right, so early morning test or late night studying? Late night studying. Mm. Mm, I no, wouldn't have picked that one. Yeah, I wouldn't have either. Uh, yeah, no. Mornings, mornings and me don't really mix. That's what I'm enjoying about not having a schedule. Is I don't have any yeah. mornings. Awesome, awesome. Okay, this is a hard one. Number thirteen or number twenty-one? Oh, number twenty-one. No question. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. If I could have had it when I got here, I would have. But they said Tess had already committed and mm. selected it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Italian food or Mexican food? Italian. I love pasta. Awesome, awesome. Okay, so this one is either or, but if you want to add your own one, if it's neither one, you can. Mercedes-Benz or BMW? Ooh. I I like Mercedes. I, I think Mercedes, yeah. Okay. Mike, who's right, the so, one who, someone chose BMW on that, but everyone um, else has been Mercedes. Wasn't it? Uh, I was going to say I like Mercedes. I think Cassie Mercedes. chose BMW. No, oh, it wasn't. yes, it was. No, it yeah, wasn't we had Cassie on this year, too. You okay. sure it was her? Because I think she her middle name is Mercedes, right? So is. Oh, that's right. She is Cassiana so Mercedes. it wasn't her. Yeah. It, was, was it, it was somebody else. Maybe it was. <laughs> I don't remember who it was. I'll have to go back and listen. All right. This is a Philly question. A few qu- Philly questions coming up. Geno's or Max's? Oh, neither. You have to go neither. to... You have to go to D'Alessandro. No, I know, I know that. I know that. <laughs> but I wanted you to enlighten the fans. because I've most, had Gino's. People, most people outside of the area yeah. only think those two exist. You're right. That's all I, I know of, but, Mike. Honestly, but I've never been to either of them. Either of them. Mm, interesting. I've, I've been to been. all of them. And I, I agree, D'Alessandro is the best. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. All right. So, here we are. She. <laughs> I don't know if, if you've had sheets or not, but sheets or yeah. Wawa. Oh, Wawa. Wawa. Of course yes. it's Wawa. Oh, I love Wawa. Right. So y'all are speaking languages I don't know now. But I have been <laughs> to Gino's and I had it with Wiz or with Wiz. Awesome. <laughs> All right. This is another one. We of course, Philly, we know it as water ice. So are we doing cherry or mango or whatever flavor you prefer? Both. We're doing one scoop of each. One. Okay. Okay. Awesome. And the last one is not a Philly question, but salmon or steak? Ooh, steak. Yeah. Okay. How do you eat yours? I like ribeye and I like it medium well. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. The well, question, question the for both of you. The rapid eight. Go ahead. My question ahead, for you and Kian, what is water ice? <laughs> I'm from the it's South. Just, it's, it's Rita, so it's Italian ice. But Philly oh, okay. calls it water So y'all call ice. it water ice. Yeah, I've Philly been to Philly calls it water several ice. times. If, okay. Yeah, if you've had Rita's, you've had water ice. Okay, it, I have it, had Rita's. In my opinion, and, and Kian could probably agree, it, it tastes, if you've had it, the the water ice, you can tell the difference from that. And Just me. Okay, I'm going to try some water ice next time I'm, yeah. I'm in Philly. Yeah, so that's the difference in that. So, But you survived the Rapid 8. Um, if if do you have anything that you would like to say to Lady Vol Nation before we close, Ken? 
I think we may have lost her again. She said she can't hear us, um, even though she's still connected. So we can just uh, close it out. Well, there yeah, she, and went. she just dropped, but that's okay. Let's see if she we'll, comes back in real quick. Yeah, we'll see if she, she pops back wings. in. And if not, then we'll close. Yeah, let me uh, do something really quick. I'll just shoot her a text. I don't know why she's getting dropped. But we'll see if she comes in really quickly, um, just to say any parting words. Otherwise, we can close it out. Not sure what happened there. And, and she's, she's back. <laughs> Not she's sure what back. happened. <laughs> so but that's we, all right. We just we wanted are... to give you a chance to close, yeah. uh, to give any final words to Lady Vol Nation or just people who have followed your career. Um, any final words you want to give give them? Oh yeah, thank you guys so much for all of your support um, and even your continued support of my educational uh, ventures. You know, during this time. Um, I just I couldn't be more blessed with the with my choice in in Tennessee, and that's it's largely in part to all of you guys and your support. So thank you guys so much. We absolutely, thank you. thank you for uh, coming on. Um, yeah, so I'll close it out, Mike. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. So uh, just before we close, just remember the brands we support. Check them out if you get a chance. Tap Forty Grill, Yo, what's popping? Rayhoops.myshopify.com. If you want to learn any more about the ball log. We do have our own website, vollog.com. Follow us on Twitter at Vollog8. And of course, we're streaming everywhere, Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Google. Um, you can find us pretty much anywhere. So again, Kian, thank you for joining. We really appreciate yes, your time. Can I say something real quick? Yeah, go for it. Um, Kian, when, whenever you, um, if you have anything you want us to shout out, just let us know. I know once you guys get up and rolling with what you're trying to do, yeah, please absolutely. let us know so, so we can throw that out there on the podcast so you guys can get some people to come follow you guys and look you up and do some great things with you guys. Definitely. Thank you so much. Yeah, I good call that, out, Mike. I saw that. I got, you guys got me a little jealous of Snoop with that GoFundMe. Oh. <laughs> I was like, okay, Alexis, go ahead and get your car. Well, we want to help you out too, so um, anything we, we can do, so we're working on some something. Ideas. Yeah, shoot us yeah. some ideas. We're working on some stuff. Too. Oh, guys, I oh, was shoot. kidding, but thank you so much. No, no, no. No, no, for, no, no we actually me, had conversations. We, we we're just trying to figure in, out what to works. do. Oh, thank yeah. you. We got some things in the work. So definitely, yeah. if you have any ideas, shoot it to us. Okay, sounds good. Thank you, guys. Yeah, and okay. we've got some other ideas. Um, we've had some uh, other conversations outside of just us, too. So okay. we have not forgotten you at all. We <laughs> yes. know you're still going to be in Knoxville. Trust me, we're working behind the scenes. Gotcha. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but thanks so much. And yeah, we'll be happy to call out your business, spread the word, um, whatever we can do there, too. So yeah, I'll let you guys again, know when we get it all up and running. Yeah, 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 please definitely. Shoot, well, again, thank you so much for joining. As always, thank you everyone for tuning tuning in to the Volog. Kim, we missed you. Um, hopefully, we represented yes, you well. Miss Kim. Um, but stay tuned for our next episode and go, Lady Vols. Go, Lady Vols. Go, Lady Vols.